Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Book Journeys Radio, an interview series for authors in transformation. From the basic fundamentals of selecting a book topic and overcoming writer's block to advanced techniques for publishing and marketing your book. Don't forget to check out our complete schedule and archive shows at blogtalkradio.com forward slash book dash journeys. Now, get ready to make a difference with your book with your host, Vice President of the Author Incubator, Jen McRobbie. Well, hello, everybody. It's December 29th, 2016, and this is our last show for 2016. I can't believe we're already at the end of the year, Um, but we have an amazing guest for you today. Um, As you know, every week on Book Journeys Radio, we speak to accomplished authors who've gone from just having an idea for a book to a finished book and making a difference in the world. And today's author, Jana I always have to pause before I pronounce her last name so I can get it right. Jenna Berghofer um, is the author of one book with us, Get Clear, Claim Your Intuitive Instincts, and she has a forthcoming book that's coming out in February with us called Conscious Business, Conscious Leaders. So I'm super excited to talk to her about her process and welcome, Jenna. Well, thank you. So glad to be here. Thanks again. So very glad that you're here and that you could join us on this last um, podcast for the year. I, I kind of can't believe that the that 2016 is almost over. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It went by so fast. But, yay, good things happening in 2017. So onward. Yes. Huh? And there's a lot of good stuff happening for you. So let's talk to our listeners about your books. But um, first, I always like to ask if you could tell the listeners – We'll start with Get Clear, since that's the book that they could buy today. Um, Can you tell the listeners what your book is about and who it's for? Yeah, my book is really for anyone who is interested in leading their lives in a little different way, um, and that is just using your intuition to sort of lead your life from a soul-level perspective. So kind of letting go or loosening the reins of your rational mind that tries to sort of lead your life forward in a predictable, safe way and mm. to get more comfortable um, learning to trust your intuition. So how did you learn to let go of that rational mind? Yeah. Because that is such a difficult task. Yeah, so, um, you know, I went through some personal experiences that really sort of reframed the way that I was kind of living. Um, There were some personal things that happened with my father. He got ill, and Mm. I had some experiences that just sort of made me see that what I was doing was really sort of limiting my opportunities. And it sent me on this quest to learn about intuition. And um, I am um, kind of an academic. I have that sort of background, and so I approached Uh, that from two sort of perspectives. I approached it from a book-learning, rational sort of perspective, but also, um, you know, really studying with someone who um, really goes into intuition development and really learning from her about how to work with my own intuition practically as well. And so I kind of took both of those sort of approaches, and it's a really – nice marriage of sort of uh, where I was heading and where I had been sort of to look at this topic. And um, it's been quite a journey. And so for me, I really (laughs) decided that I wasn't going to try to leave my rational mind 
um, completely behind, but just to expand my repertoire of skills. And so I really view intuition as mm. a skill that anyone can learn and anyone can develop. And I really feel that there are some really positive benefits from, um, you know, investing the time to do that. I love that um, phrase of thinking as your intuition as a skill, because I think often, at least I do, I sometimes feel like it's something that sits outside of my wheelhouse, you know, of of what is going on on the daily (laughs) basis. But you're saying it's actually something that I could apply on a regular basis. Yeah, and um, as I've gotten to trust my own intuition, the more I rely on that just to make everyday Mm. sort of decisions, and I sort of flip back and forth from my kind of normal mode of perceiving and moving through the world and um, kind of tapping into my intuition. And so as I've become more comfortable with my intuition, it's just become a very dynamic way of the way that I do kind of everything. So it's been a very deep and incredible shift for me and just really something that helps me to become more confident in myself and my own um, ability to lead my own life. And so uh, I just wanted to share that information with other people. I love that. I, so were you able to tap into your intuition while you were writing the book? Um, somewhat, yes. So um, I won't say that I, you know, it's not as if uh, the book would just sort of like came to me like a light bulb moment. It did take effort <laughs> and it did take um, research and it did take planning and all of those things that go into the book writing process. But I definitely checked with myself to say, okay, is this really like the heart of the message that I want to convey and really making sure Mm. that what I was writing was in alignment with me fully. And um, from that place, it just feels like it happened. So the first book in particular happened very easily for me. Wow. That's so, it's so good to hear when someone says that a book, came to them sort of easily, you know, that it was good for them to write. Because we've, I've spoken to a few people on here that have basically said writing a book was the best thing they ever did, but that it was essentially like going to the dentist. Oh, <laughs> and no, it sounds I didn't like, find that at all. Good. No. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm so, sure everyone's experience is different, and certainly my first book is different than my second, but um, the first book was just it. It was just time. Like, I was really ready to do that book by the time I got around to So what do you wish you knew before you started to write that book then? So I wish I had done a little bit more planning up front or a little more reflection up front to Mm -hmm. really think about what my strengths are and what my true needs were and kind Uh. of just to get into better alignment with my own sort of writing style and rhythm. Um, but, you know, having never done it before, um, I feel like, you know, that's okay. That was part of the learning process. But certainly for book number two, I really kind of took a more um, planful approach to thinking, okay, what is it that I'm really good at? And for me, I'm, like, good at conceptualizing the idea. Um, and the things that I really need help with are more um, – mechanical in nature and also I think that I really just needed someone else to like believe in the book Ah, and to support me and all of that has been really hugely helpful so you know getting clear on what you need before you start writing is I think is really important and I am um, I'm sort of a plotter 
I, I write little bits at a time and like literally there's sometimes that it's really like a paragraph at a time. And then I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> move away from it and go do dishes or do something else that really needs to be done. But, um, learning how, you know, my writing style is, is, was a big learning curve as well. Well, and I would imagine that once you sort of have your style down, you know, from the first book and really being able to try different styles, that for the second book, was it easier for you to tap into, you know, sort of that, that style and who you are? Or did you kind of go through the same machinations for both books? I actually struggled more with the second book. And I think oh. part of this is my own um, – so, you know, I had different goals for the book. I have a different audience for the book. And I also really wanted to approach this book more intuitively. Like I really wanted to let uh, my own intuition lead. And so this was sort of learning a new way of doing things for me. I was pretty much like following the outline to the letter of the law on the first book. And on right. number two, I just decided I was not going to, I was going to kind of live my own advice. <laughs> and so learning to do that was, that was a little bit challenging, but it's been good. Both of them are fabulous experiences. Good, good. I'm so glad to hear that. Did you find that when you needed to step back and sort of tap into your intuition, did you find that that helped your focus or did it hurt your focus? Helped clarify the message, I think, in a much Mm. deeper way, Um, but it also made the process less linear. And I just really ah. had to come to some um, acceptance with, you know, the creative process is not a lockstep um, linear process every single time. And so um, just having the ability to kind of step back and look at the second book from a different perspective and sort of rethink of how I could tweak that to improve it, I feel like the product is going to be really solid, um, but that yeah. doesn't necessarily make it easier. So, <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, and I think yeah. that's a really good point because, you know, I think so many people believe that writing a book means sitting down at your desk and starting with page one and writing until you hit page end, right? And yeah. I don't think that that's, it's particularly if you're approaching it intuitively, but I think really for anyone, that's not always how it happens yeah and I think it's going to be again different for other people but for me actually neither book like I I had bits of every chapter um Mm. versus like one chapter complete before I go on to the next chapter and um sometimes I think that makes it hard to get the feedback that you get from like your developmental editor and some other people who have um you know our sounding boards for you but um, kind of in the end, I felt like I was really pleased with, you know, the outcome. And so that's uh, just was how it sort of turned out for me. Do you find that since you're aware of what the outcome is, you know, you've written a book, right? So you know what that outcome yeah. is. Do you find that it's easier the second time around because you sort of know what the end of the road looks like? Yeah, well, I just trust myself so much more. It's just like, I can do this, I got this, I know I've got it. And while, um, you know, I wish it was kind of neater and cleaner and faster and smoother and all of those things, I still have my eye on the end result. And um, being able to hold on to that is huge. Yes, 
Yes, I think so. Yeah. How did you create that situation for the first book then? Um, you know, well, I was kind of lucky because the first book I did have a um, more solid idea of what the content was going to be at the outset, and it didn't vary as much. And so I didn't have to kind of like second guess that. And I did have a lot of from my editors, you know, they would take peeks at the bits and pieces that I was able to provide them. And whenever I got, you know, feedback from people, it wasn't like there was anything, um, there wasn't anything that required major rework, I'll put it that way. And so, mm. you know, I had some trust in my writing abilities and I had this clear idea of what, what the book would be. And, you know, I just kind of stuck to that and kept going. And I think that that's really like three quarters of the battle is just to keep showing yes. up for your book. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Sometimes you have to show up even when you don't want to. <laughs> yes, yes. And I can't say that I got to that point with either book, you know, where I was like, oh, you know, like I just really need to stop this. But it's, um, it's been um, something I was committed to doing, I guess. And that was, you know, that I think, of course, is important for anyone. Oh, that's, that's That's amazing. Now, what do you think is the best thing to have come out of publishing a book? Well, I think that there's obviously there's personal and there's professional benefits. For me personally, mm -hmm. writing the first book was really important because I really was expanding, I think, my identity. <laughs> so uh. you know, I had kind of narrowly defined myself as person who can achieve things from an academic perspective, who can achieve things in terms of success in the world and all of that kind of thing. Um, for me, this was like going to a deeper level of myself and claiming a part of like my soul and really trusting myself. Mm. And so for me personally, it was a big shift. Uh, and to be completely okay with putting something out there that I knew, you know, some people aren't going to resonate with this, and that's okay. Right. This is still what I believe, and this is still important to me, and I'm going to share that with people. So that confidence was really huge. Um, professionally, it certainly has secured clients that I wouldn't have had um, mm -hmm. before, and it's certainly got my name out there. Um, and it's just been a really um, important feather in your cap to just be able to tell people that you're an author. People do respond to that and listen to you they differently do. because of certain credentials or, you know, accomplishments that you have. And so all of that has been really good professionally as well. I always, I found that surprising in the beginning that, that people actually, even people that you've known for years look at you differently once you've published yeah. a book. Yeah, you're like, sort of just like, I'm still me. I still know what I knew right. yesterday, yet at the same point, you know, having <laughs> um, having this sort of thing to, to point to to people and to really give people an introduction to your work, I think is really important. Yes. yes. I think, I think from, particularly from a professional standpoint, having a book, yeah. it's almost like, a really long calling card. <laughs> it is. And it's, and you know, it's just such a, um, a neat thing how it sort of filters through all of the prospective clients out there. Um, you know, mm. you, you find the people that resonate with your work. Right. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's surprises, a great you know, it's, it's a great magnet, people, and you put it out into the world, and, and people are drawn to it in you, and it's um, there's pretty much nothing like it. It's quite rewarding. I know. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hooked. Yes, I'm hooked. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's yeah. what we always like to hear here at the other yeah. incubators that you're hooked. <laughs> yeah, totally. So for anybody listening that is sort of thinking to themselves that they know they have a book in them, do you think that that knowing is part of their intuition? And if it is, how do they tap into that to really start getting started? on their book? So I think that we, um, and I kind of go into this in my book, but I think we overlook our knowing. I think it's always Mm. there and there's, you know, this, this guidance and it can be something very subtle to the point that we overlook it. So Mm. if it's just something that you're really like curious about, like something that kind of keeps coming back around in your mind as, Oh, this is a possibility or this is what interests me or this is what I'd like to share with people, to me that is like an intuitive nudge to start um, Uh. kind of exploring deeper and really kind of trying to go within to sort of clarify what that might look like in a little bit more detail. So mine really started out as like a vague sort of knowing and, um, you know, and then I, you just kind of have to follow that trail and then start, um, kind of bringing this vague concept down into reality and something that's more clear and more concrete. Um, but just don't discount the vague nudge, I guess. So even yeah. if it's just like, I almost think it's like, hmm, you know, that can, that's, that can be enough to make you stop and pause and really say, what is this about that this idea is coming through my head? Right, and, so the curiosity um, that's come it. up yeah. about something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes complete sense. I think um, the vast majority of the authors that I've spoken to have said that at some point they just sort of knew they were going to write a book. And they didn't know how or why that was going to happen, but they just sort of knew. And they, you and I were talking offline um, about turtle steps. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> I, but I think, and just to explain for anyone listening who doesn't know what that is, turtle steps are exactly what you would imagine they are. They are the slow plotting steps that we take towards a goal, you know, when we think we want to do something or we see something in the future that we'd like to achieve. And um, Jenna and I were talking about how um, writing a book is a lot of turtle steps <laughs> all in one yes. place. Yeah, <laughs> and um, it's just a really rewarding thing. And, you know, you do a little work and you kind of step back from the work. And for me, it's a, a matter of like feeling into, okay, what have I done here? And is this really in alignment with what I want to be doing? And does it feel right to me? And does this... Um, talk to who I want it to speak to, and then, you know, taking a few more steps forward. But it's um, very rewarding, and you get to see, I mean, it's a very tangible thing. So, you know, unlike some other things that you do, you really do have, like, this accomplishment at the end. Right, right. Yeah, there is an actual goal at the end, you know, something that you're going to achieve. It's kind of like, 
you know, when you're doing just like random things around your house, it's really hard to see the impact of those things. But when you get out, you know, like if you're picking things up around the house, but if you get out your vacuum and you get those really nice, like pretty lines in the carpet, and then you never want yeah. to step on it after that, like yeah. it's this lovely outcome in this product in front of you that, that you can admire, at least if Very you're true. weird like me. <laughs> yeah, so. that's the case for me, for sure. That's that's really interesting, and I, I I think it is so easy for us to discount that. It's like you said, you discount that little bit of knowing um, that that we have it in us to write a book. Yeah, and you know, it's sort of like one of those things that I thought about kind of on and off in my career. Wouldn't that be kind of cool to do? Um, But really, like the tangible idea of the book, you know, when it finally um, came in and I was really clear about, oh, yeah, this is like one I don't want to, an idea that I don't want to let go of. Um, You know, before I even was practicing um, developing developing my intuition as a skill, I had always kind of thought, oh, wouldn't it be cool to one day write a book? Um, And then, you know, eventually the topic sort of married up with that idea or that kind of internal nudge. So that was kind of a neat process, too. I'm sure it's neat to sort of watch that come together, you know, where where you have this idea and then all of a sudden it's coming to fruition. You're like, wow, I did that. Exactly. Yep. So true. So I know that you're interested in doing um, platform speaking and like group training and things like that. And so how does intuition play into um, how you respond to a group? It's interesting. Um, So I can read, and I think we all do this naturally, but um, I've been working with uh, intentionally reading group energy. Um, Mm. So, you know, I think we all sort of do this um, beneath the radar of our awareness, uh, walking into a room and kind of sizing up the environment and seeing what that's like and who should I sit next to. And um, we're all doing that. So it's just a different um, intention to kind of remain connected to that as I'm going through, you know, the process of group um, training or group presentations and, and making right. it more of a sort of at the forefront of my mind while I'm doing other things too. I can kind of sense what's happening with the group and the group energy and it's um, put me more in the moment and being more responsive to my, you know, clients because, you know, if one thing's not working, I'm not going to like stick to the script. I'm going <laughs> to Right. Intuition in terms of what's needed. So um, it just makes you more responsive to the group's needs. I, I love that. I love that by developing your intuition, not only are you more responsive to your own needs, but you can be more responsive to other people's as well. Yeah, it's really quite fascinating, too, just to um, learn the kind of information that you can get by um, by. I think just being aware of this dynamic in a different way. And that's really all intuition really is. It's something that you're doing naturally all the time anyway. And this is just um, bringing it to the forefront of your awareness. I love that. I love that. And and mm-hmm. I, I think anyone listening needs to pick up Jana's book, Get Clear, Claim Your Intuitive Instincts, um, because it sounds like that is something that all of us 
could use, <laughs> particularly yeah. now at the end of the year as we're entering into our new year and our New Year's resolutions and all of that craziness that, that is um Yeah, that's a great time to step time. back and sort of check in with yourself, I think. Really right. Make kind sure of, that what you're doing is intentional for the new year. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And, and you you mentioned the word intentional several times, and that mm-hmm. word came up in my mind, too, when you were talking about how you would sort of step back and get in touch with why you were writing a book and who mm-hmm. you were writing yeah. for. And and I think that word intention is is so important for authors, that if you are clear in your intentions – then the book will sort of flow from there, won't it? Yeah, it will. And um, and I think it's just a really neat sort of co-creative process because, um, you know, it is your intentions, but it's also like this kind of marrying of, you know, what you have to offer with what the world needs. Mm. So it's this great um, balance or dance between um, kind of your own ideas and um, – and really the best way that you can serve. Um, I don't know. It's just a, a neat thing how the two sort of meet up in a in a really neat way. Yes, yes. And, and I think that's so important when you're thinking about writing a book that is revealing your, your talents for the world. You know, it's yes. so important for you to remember that, you know, it is – you've got to get in touch with that deep level of of knowing and of caring and that it will all kind of come together when you do that, when you spend time in that space. It really does. And, um, you know, the Author Incubator, the Press, does a great job of helping you um, to – to do that, to kind of bridge what you have to mm. offer with, you know, how can you meet your clients and how can you meet your people and what are right. their needs and being able to think about it from their perspective as well. Wow. Well, for anybody listening who knows they have something to offer that the world needs and they think they want to do it to write a book, what's one piece of advice you could give to them to get them started? Yeah. Um, so the advice that I have, of course, is very internal driven, and that is really just to like spend some time and get really honest with yourself about what you're willing to do to make that happen, because the process is intense. I mean, even though it wasn't difficult, it is intense and, you know, the right timing matters you know, what else is going on in your life? Are you willing Mm -hmm. to carve out the time to work through this and make it a priority? All of that I think is really important. And I think once you have that internal momentum going, um, the rest just, it happens. I'll put it that way. Mm -hmm. I mean, not without effort, but it happens. That's such great advice. And Jenna, I feel like we could talk for hours, and we're nearing the end of our time here together, and yeah, I'm sad. That was fast. Yeah, <laughs> it was very that was awesome. fast. Thank you. <laughs> well, for anyone listening, it's Jana Berghofer, B-E-R-G-H-O-E-F-E-R, and her book 
is called Get Clear, Claim Your Intuitive Instincts, and you can find it on Amazon. And you can also find Jenna at her website, which is leadinginsights.biz. So, Jenna, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. It's been tons of fun, and I think you've given us all a lot to think about going forward into um, the new year and how we are going to do that with intention and knowing and clarity on our own, I guess, clarity of your own mind, right? Yeah, exactly, yes. Very good. Well, well it's, thank you. I'm it's glad been I could wonderful. do that. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful talking to you. And listeners, I will hear, you will hear my voice again in 2007. This has been another episode of Book Journeys Radio, where we're changing the world one book at a time. To find out more about how you can get your book written, published, and promoted, visit www.theauthorincubator.com.